Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to the Discus Lariat Collective Podcast with your hosts, Warren, Daryl, and Glenn. It's a great podcast. Check it out. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Everybody, I listen to the Discus Larry Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Warren, here with Glenn and a returning Daryl, the man who could uh, charm the jocks off and on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's gone on the CV. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, we're going to do an AEW Revolution review. Uh, we all enjoyed the pay per view. We all thought it was rapid, to be honest. Uh, before we get into it, though, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, hit the like button, subscribe. Um, we're going to have more videos now coming up pretty much during the week mainly because we're going to focus on a video file as well as audio if you're not really into listening to podcasts. Um, but yeah, if you are listening to podcasts, wherever you get them, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, uh, give us a like, um, a follow, a review, whatever you want. And then hit us up on the socials, Discus Larry Collective on Instagram and the Discus Larry on Twitter. So we'll just Maybe get even give it, us so. a kiss. Well, if you want, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Valentine's Day has passed, but whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll start off then, uh, AEW Revolution. The build to this pay-per-view felt like WrestleMania, to be honest. It had like a huge feel to it. Um, obviously, there's a few things I played. It was Sting's, Sting's match, Sting's return. Um, we also had the surprise, two surprises, one for the Revolution ladder match and one for the, the new signee. And then we also had the death match that was being built. Um, overall, I feel like it delivered um, for me personally. Um, but what we'll do is just to get into it, we'll just start rattling off the matches and then we'll go through thoughts and stuff like that, opinions. But um, <laughs> So start off, we had the boy in... Was like that boy in pre-show, and we had Britt Baker, and it was supposed to be Rebel, where but uh, she pulled out through injury, and I put this on quotation marks because there was obviously a bit of shenanigans there. But um, and she brought in Maki Ito, which was a huge reaction. The crowd there popped, which is crazy as well. Like she was when she was eliminated from that tournament, everyone was kind of raging. They were like, "Ah, oh, we thought she'd she'd go far. We thought she'd win it." So it's deadly to see her back. Um, and then they fought Riho and Thunder Rosa, fairly standard tag team match heel team face team kind of dynamic uh, we won't spend time on this because the match itself went on for like 15 minutes which was a lot of time and I understand obviously it's a pre-show you want to kind of get the ball rolling I feel like it was slightly too long especially when you had uh, Maki Ito kind of showing up and that was your big kind of pop and then just go in like 10 minutes max I feel but uh, whatever mm. I, en- I enjoyed it but um, I feel like it could have been slightly short but again it doesn't really take away from anything um, in terms of the main yeah. card then we started off then with the tag team championship match uh, Young Bucks defend the titles against Chris Jericho, MJF. Uh, this was class. This is like nearly 18 minutes long, dead yeah. from start to finish. Uh, Jericho as well, I just, a note on Jericho. It just proves, and I, I understand obviously he does have some fuck-ups here and there. Everyone does, you know what I mean? It's it's not against the fella anyway, you know what I mean? But um, he he just, I don't know what it is. He, he just proved that class is permanent, you know what I mean? Or like skill is permanent. He just looks so good in the match, I feel. From start to finish, he just looked great and uh, obviously sold well. Bounces off the books, great. And then MJF as well. Like everyone's saying, he's a stud, he's a star, this, that, and the other. And he is going to be huge coming forward. But uh, yeah, savage match. I really liked it. Um, what do you think about that? Did you see that? 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was a great way to kind of open the proper show on it. Um, but yeah, like you said, like Jericho, it's great to have him on that. Like one of your lead stars from opening AEW, and he's still performing, and like yeah. he's still in like you know priority matches and stuff like that. But yeah, just take nothing away from the young books as well. Fucking absolute class act as well. So yeah, but yeah, great way to start the show. Yeah, it really was. Like they went in with a point to prove, obviously, because they they hopped on his dad, 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 and stuff like that. So. It was great to see them have like bring that edge to them. Do you know what I mean? Instead of being like, "Oh yeah, here we are, flamboyant tag team." It was yeah, we're out to kick a hole. To be honest, and it worked well. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Glenn, what do you think? Yeah, look, you can't can't say enough good things about Jericho. Like, I mean, if you were to make a uh, Mount Rushmore of like technical, long-standing wrestlers that aren't your Hogan, Austin, Rock type thing, Jericho should be up there easily. Um, Young Bucks had an excellent showing. The right uh, story build, kind of continuity, the the result, everything from start to finish from bell to bell was absolutely excellent. MJF MJF looked like a star. Their heel tag team work was astounding. Yeah. Like just textbook, 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 proper show from everyone. You know, your shenanigans and interruptions played well into into them lads, you know, and just like I said, fantastic work from all involved. Um, really happy the Young Bucks got the defense. We obviously will have a death triangle going forward, which is going to be good. And uh, we obviously got that segment then after, which uh, which played more on kind of Jericho. And it's just the fucking work of all four lads was exemplary. Like it was just this was the perfect opener. You shouldn't shouldn't have had that anywhere else on on the card because it definitely it set the tone for the night. It actually did. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. Yeah, set the tone on a. Uh... Yeah, the pay-per-view just kept steamrolling from there. Like, obviously, there was a few hits and misses through, but overall, it kept that kind of viable. Um, speaking of which, uh, yeah, we're going to the next match, Tag Team uh, Casino, Tag Team Royale. Uh, winner, winning team gets the AEW Tag Team Championship shot. Um, obviously, as I said on the predictions, I'm not going to list off all the teams. Uh, a few kind of standouts. Obviously, Jungle Boy being the main one, to be honest. Jungle Boy, yeah. Uh, yeah. Death Triangle won my pick for it. Um, they picked up the win. Pack of Phoenix or whatever Phoenix eliminated Jungle Boy to finish it. Um, the the Dark Order looked great as well. Also Bear County, Bear County, Bear County or Bear Country, I can't remember. They looked great. Um, yeah. The two huge bruisers, like, and they were throwing people around the ring, not a bother to them. Um, and then yeah, each each team of the Dark Order, there's three teams in the Dark Order, which was class, and they all worked well together. Um, we also had a QT Marshall Marshall basically leaving the Nightmare Family with the looks of things. He kind of dumped. Uh, what you call him, Goldust, he just jumped out of the ring, eliminated himself, spat Goldust and stormed off, which was a bit of a shocker. I wasn't expecting it. Then again, I don't really expect much from QT Marshall, Marshall in terms of, I, I'm not invested in him anyway, so it doesn't really bother me. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, overall, I, I liked the match. It went on for nearly a half an hour though for a, a battle royal. It's a bit excessive, I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel just the timing of the pay-per-view was slightly off sometimes during this, and uh, this match kind of suffered from what I feel. We also had a very weird botch with... Um, uh, Evil Uno, I'm not sure if you're seeing that. They just uh, yeah. doing the rounds now. We got like a Hurricane <laughs> Rana, and instead of falling off the apron like you usually do, whoever was I can't remember who gave him the Hurricane Rana, but they fell obviously to the floor. And instead of falling, he ran across the apron, smacked his head off the turnbuckle, and then <laughs> threw himself off. So uh, Jim Cornette's gonna have a field day with that one. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was gas to be honest. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was a botch. Whatever, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah. yeah. So any thoughts? Thoughts on that casino tag team, right? Yeah, it was just it was great. Like a pocket Phoenix, they're absolute just class. Mm. Like just cannot speak highly of them. Uh, I know we were talking before that as well with Jungle Boy as well. Belly, like he's one guy that I thought maybe after a year he'll be just you know taking the back seat. But 
absolutely not. He's, he's getting a hell of a lot better. And uh, John Silver as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gonna stand over yeah. there. So, so, I hope so, they, I hope so, they so, go forward of him. Yeah, same. I hope he kind of... Like, yeah, becomes like a top dog. I mean, not even just in the dark order, just like going forward because he's he's ridiculously strong, has a good look, and yeah, he's fairly small, but like he he can he hasn't had a bad match yet. I don't I don't remember having a bad match. He, he seems to be consistently good. Like so, yeah, mm. that, yeah. Yeah, when I seen him and Pop uh, kind of that little face off yeah. before he started going at it, I was like, oh my god! I was like, I actually hope that becomes a match, a singles match, or even a singles feud or something like that, maybe in the future. Yeah, Oops. absolutely. Two of them look yeah. great. Yeah. They really do, yeah. So, so Silver's biggest weakness and his biggest asset is one and kind of the same. He looks very rigid, but then it kind of he can surprise you sometimes. Like there, there was a spot there where he was he was like literally lifting himself up and just constantly fucking like do, like doing powerhouse moves on on for a bloke who like looks like he shouldn't or looks like he he, yeah. he wouldn't be able to, you know. Um, but like you said, incredible look. Silver gets a, a definite shout out for that. Um, Jungle Boy, yeah, look, lads. Like this is this is like classic fucking wrestling here. Don't let the name fool you, um, yeah. because he's 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 future top star material. Like I I I see Silver holding holding a, a TV championship or, or or something like that toward maybe probably not my maybe by the end of the year, but maybe even early next year. And I can definitely see Jungle Boy in future main event spot. Like he's just he he has great great look, great charisma, great ring awareness and athleticism for how young he is and how 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 he's being built and that is, is excellent. And then obviously your shout outs go to Ray Phoenix, fucking man of the match, you know? Uh, yeah. fucking ah oh man, when he uh, when he kicks Silver out of the ring. Yeah. Fuck. Just you can't fault the guy. He's just yeah. fucking deadly. Like he's he's definitely I think you, you hit it before the chat, uh, with the nail in the head about kind of the cognitive dissonance of him having a mask and that. But I think depending on how they book him, it could actually help him. Like you, you people people think of iconic re- mass wrestlers, you know. Uh fucking don't even need to tell you that Warren to be able to name all of them. But <laughs> like future 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 Mount, Mount Rushmore mask wearing wrestlers, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we will. Yeah, I'm looking forward to now how yeah Phoenix Absolutely. now comes out in the in the whole death triangle thing because they won obviously so they'll be fighting the young books now soon. Um mm. on Dynamite now we actually have one half of them, Phoenix fighting I think it's Matt Jackson on Dynamite this Wednesday so that's going to be a banger straight off the bat like you know what I mean yeah. so uh, yeah looking forward to that field uh, moving on then we had Hikaru Shida defending our women's championship against Rio Mizunami this match was yeah we were chatting about before we came on St- like standard uh, Japanese kind of strong style especially with the women kind of showing you what they can do uh, great match hard hitting aggressive physical all the fucking verbs adjectives you want to put in there um, it just it worked the only issue, it felt just a bit sluggish. Um, I know, obviously, it went 15 minutes, so you're going to get that after a while. But it just felt the crowd kind of was slightly dipping around the stage. To me, it felt like that anyway. Like, you, you were after having the Maki Ito uh, debut or re-debut. You had the Bucks have a stellar tag team match. Then you had the tag team battle royale, which maybe that kind of affected this match then because it went on slightly too long, I feel. And maybe mm-hmm. that's why then they, were, they still gave these girls, yeah, have your 15 minutes. But again, the crowd are kind of like, whew, seeing a few, good few matches there, boys. Let's relax for a bit, you know what I mean? And then, obviously, we were chatting about Japanese stars always have to fight a bit harder to get over with a casual fan. Um, obviously, there is hardcore fans in the audience. I'm not saying there's not. I'm just saying it does. You do have to kind of go above and beyond your comfort zone a bit. Uh, but overall, yeah, really liked the match. Sheeta picked up the win. And then we had the afters. Then we had the heel team from the, the pre-show then come out and beat on Mizunami. And then Tundra Rosa made the save. 
But uh, yeah, I liked it. Do you have any thoughts on it? Any opinions on it? Yeah, not really. I, I I was I was happy with it. Um, I think your 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 discussion of the timing as a, as a whole for the pay per view, and I'll step away from the match for a second. Yeah. I think this is this is a this is an example of too much of a good thing. Yeah. I think they lengthened the timing of a lot of these matches because the matches themselves were very noisy. So yeah. to reduce the noise, so that you don't have a seven or eight minute absolute barnstormer that just exhausts your fans, you you try to bleed it a little. But you end up having the inverse of it happen where you have like you have your your Royal Rumble esque match in the same match that you have a giant ladder match in the same match yeah. in the same card. So your card itself is really noisy, which which doesn't lend itself to really long matches. Like this match on any other card would have been a fucking absolute stellar stellar performance. Um, my only criticism of it was like you said, it's sluggish toward the tail end of the match. We got the classic two tired wrestlers slapping the shit out of each other spot. Um, yeah, I just think it could have been could have been shorter, could have been a more concise of a rest of the match. But the I think the best result was had. She picked up our defense and uh, you know continues our reign, the longest reign in, in AEW. So yeah, kind uh, of elevates keep, that title then. Exactly. It like does sound like uh, that's your confectionery. I'd love to see the confectionery uh, sales. Yeah, turn that match. Say <laughs> 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 skyrocket and turn that really get your shit in. Belts back. But yeah. it, as you've said earlier on, like unless you're like a really hardcore fan. Even with the hardcore fans, there's not going to be a whole lot of them yeah, that yeah. are going to be into that. Like to be honest, I'm not going to bullshit and say, "Oh yeah, I did. I was invested in that." Yeah, not real interested in it at all. But like, yeah, That's it is what it is. I suppose. Yeah, it's almost like I had to force myself to continue to watch it. You know what I mean? To, to stay invested. I felt yeah. like I was trying to pick up my phone a few times and just piss around on Twitter a bit. And that's again, it's nothing against the competitors. It's just that type of match, um, and. Even the women's tournament, I think that that's the reason why I think it felt like to a lot of people the wrong person won the tournament and you almost needed um, a big star or an American or something to kind of like, like a character to fight against Sheeta. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, as you said, the right person won in Sheeta and then maybe now we'll get, say, Sheeta and Nyla Rose or Sheeta and Britt Baker. You'll get more of a kind of character match. So, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, overall, like decent for me anyway, but um, definitely not my favourite tonight anyway. Um, so we move on Miron Kip Sabian against best friends Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor uh, shortest match of the night we won't spend too much time on this anyway because it's really to the point do you know what I mean um, the lads attacked um, Orange Cassidy backstage and sorry and Chuck Taylor uh, smashed them into the glass uh, brought them into the ring just kind of dominated them we got the uh, the Orange Cassidy kind of comeback moment with the, the kicks to the shin usual kind of things pretty cool but uh, yeah inevitably then Miro got the win with the, the accolade or whatever you want to call it, the camel's clutch. But uh, yeah, it's solid, but like nothing special. Yeah, I, my kind of tune out match that one was, to be honest, I didn't really care for it. I don't care for that storyline to begin with. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't like the whole wedding thing. I don't like the, oh, you're my servant now because I bet you in a match. It, yeah, it does nothing for me. Didn't like it. But um, no. yeah, same with you, Daryl, is it? Uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's just nice to see Miro getting the win. Yeah. Like, it's just that little yeah. step forward now for him. So that's the only thing I can kind of, pick out of it and it's just they had Orange Cassidy build him so much and now he's just gone into a drab storyline so hopefully yeah. he doesn't fade out because yeah. they had so much potential in him like for sales marketing sales or whatever but hopefully he doesn't get lost now on the shuffle yeah no I, I think I think OC has a has a good bounce back um, like a lot of um, people with strong kind of marketing behind them I think you know he'd be able to push out the t-shirts give him a better storyline yeah Miro looks strong 
the match honestly could have been shorter. The, the yeah. whole the whole start to finish of the pre you know pre match shenanigans to the to the post match. Honestly, that's where I think we could have clipped out time and just had it been a, a, a conventional squash match. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, we agree. Yeah. Um, we'll just move straight on then. Uh, Hangman Adam Page against Big Money Mahardy. Uh, big Money Match. Uh, when I get to the earnings for the fourth quarter, yeah, quite a cool little little thing there. Obviously, <laughs> Mahardy being obsessed with the, the Almighty Dollar. So um, yeah, good, good solid standard match really, wasn't it? Um, nothing really out of the ordinary. There was a few obviously uh, interruptions near the end with the likes of, uh, Private Party. I think it wasn't interrupted, and um, mm. then we got the the Dark Order run down and stuff. We got that kind of feel good moment with. By the looks of things, maybe Adam Page now is in the dark order. Um, so it felt almost like a payoff, even if it's not. Even if next week he decided to turn heel or something, it still felt kind of cool to see that happen. And that this is kind of when the crowd started getting back into the pay-per-view, then you could feel it. You could feel that shift from watching it at home anyway. And you could feel the crowd were like, oh, here we go. Because you brought the dark order out, you had that big feel-good moment. Yeah, I liked it. Solid match. Nothing out of the ordinary. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. It was just... Solid, yeah, I enjoyed it. That's about it. Yeah, I, th- I think when you and I discussed this match on the on on the predictions, we touched on that because of Mahardy and not to pick on him, but like you know, age, performance, and that he's not in the same performance category. Say Jericho is uh, with how far he can go. Yeah. I think he went further than even maybe needed to. Um, I think his showing was better than what we expected. And that was a nice surprise. I think getting yeah, he, more he than he looked great as well. He came out. Yeah, absolutely. Like. He, looked, he looked pretty in pretty good shape, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, he did. He 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 looked well in the match. He didn't he didn't seem gassed or nothing. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes Mahardy does seem to blow up a lot lately. Um, again, obviously the pandemic doesn't help that as well. When you're not wrestling fairly often and stuff. I get it. But um, yeah, he's had a bit of a weird time in AEW. But I suppose that's for another video. But yeah, I I I, I actually like the big money Mac kind of gimmick that he does, where he's kind of buying out wrestlers and stuff. I, I think it's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he get his own belt too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, a few million dollar man. Um, <laughs> Let me see. Next match, there. This was the face of the revolution ladder match for the TNT Championship, uh, future TNT Championship match. Uh, this was deadly. There was some great spots in this. Um, obviously, Ethan Page was the surprise entrant, so that was pretty cool because I suppose they didn't like. Obviously, we were kind of guessing RVD and a few other people, but yeah, Ethan Page makes sense actually. Um, being he just left Impact and stuff, so uh, yeah, this was this was I I enjoyed this to be honest. Um, I love kind of ladder matches regardless. Um. If the ladder's used, kind of right, and it was. I there was some deadly spots. Cody getting taken out for a while. I like that. Oh, actually, then that plants that scene in the back of head. Like fuck, he's gonna come back and win. That's what I was thinking straight away. I was like, God, a bastard. But um, yeah, I liked it. Um, Lance Archer looked deadly in it as well. Max Caster as well. Fair ball. See, he, he stood out to me anyway. I, I wasn't expecting him to kind of. I always expect him to take a few mad kind of bumps. That's about it. Or do some not necessarily flippy shit, but kind of do a few gimmicky stuff. But um, yeah, no, he looked deadly. And then Ethan Page, yeah, came in and. Had a good showing as well, but um, Scorpio Sky ended up winning it, which shocker to me. Yeah, shocker to me, but uh, I, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, yeah, I wasn't kind of surprised, but I knew that I know they are trying to build him like they, they want him as like top star, so yeah, um, yeah, this is a good, great chance for him. But that that frog splash that you hit, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't talk to me about Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. That, that was sick. I was very happy with that match yeah. myself. Now I thought the timing and the pace were absolutely spot on. If Anton, I think in terms of structure, this match might have taken the cake for for one of the better ones on the on, on the card. Look, yeah. um, 
it just like whatever faults it might have had was grossly outweighed by the performance of the the lads collectively. Like you said, Max Cass had a great show, and I think the right person won as well. Uh, touch on what you said, Daryl. I think Scorpio just fucking yeah, he's earning his spot. You know, yeah. It's crazy with these new guys coming in. Like it doesn't matter. It's great to see on that the whole AEW roster. No matter who goes up against who, it's fucking amazing. The chemistry with all the wrestlers on that show is just crazy. Whether it's one on one multi-tag matches like this six-way ladder match it's unbelievable like. and like yeah. the, the death now on the roster is crazy it is so really I, I can't can see this going now into I know they were talking about opening another kind of show like not dark but an actual other show Cody was talking about before so can't yeah. see it being that far away if they have a roster like that no definitely not yeah. It's yeah stacked yeah and the likes I say like main eventers obviously you have some big names and now obviously um, then your tag teams have a great tag team division the women's division is now starting to get a bit more love obviously with the likes of Kenny Omega kind of running it or overlooking it that could be pretty good and then we have obviously as you said the, the rest of the roster like I mean just from mid card all the way up and even the mid carders feel almost you can see them in the main event because of how good they all perform together yeah um, this is the first time I feel in maybe a, like a very very long time that there's enough room on the on the on the stairs. There's enough room on the pyramid for everyone, and um, at every step of the pyramid. Do you get me? Like, there's I not. You, yeah. I can't see them relying too heavily on just the one true mainstay. And as soon as say Kenny drops the belt, it's it's anyone's game. Like that's yeah. what I see happening. Is is we're gonna see the Bullet Club fade out a little bit and make room for everyone else, and you're just gonna have this floodgate open of interesting storylines, and wherever someone isn't fighting and feuding for a belt, they're gonna be feuding over something real and legit, like we got with Hangman and, and Kenny that time before the belt, like so. Yeah, there's a lot to kind of look forward to now going forward with them, so yeah, I can't wait, to be honest. We just finished the Face of Revolution ladder match anyway, Scorpio Sky picked up the win, savage match. Next one then was another kind of, I suppose, gimmick match, the street fight between Team Taz and uh, Sting and Darby Allen. This match was done cinematic, the way you'd have, say, Boneyard and uh, Firefly Funhouse. Savage. Um, it went off without a hitch, I suppose. It, it, everything looked great. It reminded me of a mix between The Crow, like the film, The Crow, and like Tim Burton's Batman, like Batman 1 or 2. That's what it reminded me of. It was very dark, yeah. very gritty. Um, the opening to it, the the entrance, like you had um, Tim Taz buzzing over and whatever Lambo it was or something like that. And then you had... Uh, Darby Allen and Sting then driving well Sting driving I think it was and Darby Allen was on a skateboard flying around the place but um, yeah, and then Darby Allen's music playing it was just class um, the whole opening was great I was a bit shocked by the fact it was a ring in a warehouse but it didn't take anything away from it I actually enjoyed it then because you, you always had that base I suppose you know what I mean you can go around the warehouse and always come back to that base so really liked it um, Darby obviously taking mad mad bumps as usual uh, Brian Cage looking like Superman at one stage, carrying Darby up the stairs in a vertical suplex position, which was just deadly looking. Um, <laughs> Hook got involved as well. Taz is young for We had some, like, as I was saying about the crazy bumps, at one stage, they literally legging a duck. Um, Darby Allen through Sting, Darby a Allen. glass window. Yeah. yeah, I was like, fucking hell. Um, and Sting picked up the wind on Ricky Starks with a scorpion death drop after, what's the name, Darby hit a, a coffin drop for about 30 feet in the air. So um, overall, cannot complain about the match, to be honest. I thought it was really good. Entertaining from start to finish. Um, we were yeah. chatting before, and I was saying it could have done with or without commentary, but yeah, it, I thought it was great. Um, what about you, Darrell? Yeah, I thought that was the best one of the night, to be honest. Nothing to take away. I know it was uh, the last match and all, but me, because I'm a little Sting fanboy, yeah, <laughs> even still, 
being 21 years of age. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, still to this day. Less than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beard. It's just the beard. It's just the lockdown <laughs> beard. Uh, but yeah, just I think with AEW being on TNT, Sting is back on it. Uh, I don't know how much you looked at uh, WCW, but I think from Starcade back in the day, Sting had this little kind of promo where he was in a warehouse and he was standing up on a like a ledge at paying glasses yeah. and he jumps down. It just feels like he that's his, that's where he was, and now he's returning there to fight against them. Oh yeah, go to that's that's good. I think it could be that little touch. Um but yeah, nice little uh, nice little touch. But yeah, yeah hell of a match. Full, full um, I thought that was better than the Boneyard match. Yeah, yeah, strong praise anyway. Whole statement, but yeah. yeah. I I think it was on par with the first lot of uh, Hardy compound matches, you know, with the drones and all. That's and because that was really what kicked off the whole cinematic, cinematic thing, yeah. you know. Um, and still, that that those like those matches, they definitely hold up to the test of time. Um, you know, even though they kind of were laughed at and lauded and all, and now look what's happening. Look at major players, Sting, Taker, all all in on that full cinematic experience. I think this like. You know, like the the force one kind of holds a nostalgic place in the heart, like you were saying with the Starcade thing with with um with Sting. But I objectively think that this was the best cinematic match of 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 any of them. Um, just the quality of wrestling, the different dynamic of spots we were getting for the situation and the, and the place that they were in. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll touch on Daryl Sandman with that match of the night for me easily. Yeah, I think it was mine as well. To be honest, it was just it was so easy to watch, uh, just exciting, uh, fun throughout. Uh, great spots, great chemistry, and as you said, great different dynamics and stuff. Yeah, it just it just worked like everything about it worked. Um, yeah, class matching night for me as well. I think boys. Um, so uh, let's fucking go. <laughs> so we move on to the main event. Yeah, Kenny Omega defending his AEW World Championship against John Moxley in the Exploding Barbed Wire Death Match. Twenty five minutes or so in terms of a main event. Um, obviously I had a few hiccups. We'll talk about that in a sec. But overall. Really enjoyed it. I feel like it felt it was more of a, what would you say, um, a way to kind of get casual fans or a, a wider audience involved in that match wrestling. I feel mm-hmm. that they they did a good job at that. Um, with the they, they had the fireworks on the ropes, I suppose you, you want to say the explosives on the ropes. They had the three stages of hell kind of thing. They the way they described it, it was all just basically just boards with barbed wire on it. But that's essentially what it is. Um, they had a few other kind of uh, weapons and stuff, but uh, yeah, no, overall they thought it was really really well put together. Really well done. Um, also, the ref wearing the hazmat suit, that's a little throwback as well to the to the 90s kind of thing that they always wore them hazmat suits, flame retardant stuff on them and all just in case. Um, yeah, it made it feel real. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, with the, the final explosion, it didn't work out that way. But again, overall, I don't think it took away from the match. I feel the match was well worked. There was some like, I suppose as brutal as you can kind of get on a, a modern pay-per-view, do you know what I mean? You're not going to get the, the graphic kind of violence, ultra violence of a CZW, or even if you go back for that, the, the old FMW or something like that. I mean, you're not going to get that really. Uh, mm. Like, even throw back to CZW, where um, I can't remember who Moxie was fighting, but they had like the turkey carver thing, the electric one, and they literally put it across his forehead. Yeah. Stuff like that. You're not, you're not gonna, yeah, you're not going to get that. And even that reaction, that visceral reaction that you just had, you, you can't broadcast that. At, on a PG show, you can't. So, yeah. um, or even like, like whatever it was, it could have been. I don't know the TV ratings in America, to be honest. But um, yeah, we thought it was a great kind of way to in uh, show kind of a new audience that match wrestling. Um, 
yeah. all a great story to be honest and they had some great spots um, what did you think of it we got you Daryl yeah I, it was great um, I don't know like I yeah the, the end of it yeah people are going to talk about it. they're going to say it's a bit of a knockoff I would have liked to see uh, Eddie Kingston when he covered him just to kind of after the fireworks went off to kind of just look up and go what the fuck was that like yeah and kind of look back to kind of that it didn't didn't work to Kenny you build a ring that would have been good but you kind of just lay there that's what made it feel worse for me yeah the, the end of it yeah. but it's still yeah it still took nothing away from the match the match is great and um, I was kind of holding it up, up against them I don't know if you've ever seen a match between Abyss and Sabu uh, TNA like turning points sales in the five yeah if you yeah. want to see a bar mar- war match like that was fucking insane yeah. but yeah it, it was good but trying to compare it to other ones yeah it was good but yeah, it did fall. Yeah, I wasn't blown away by it. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I, I think I, I think you touched on this, the the solution. Me, me, and you came to that same conclusion, Daryl. So fucking uh, fair play to you. As you said that, I literally drew the map in my head and I said, "Yeah, imagine if he stood up and went, what the fuck?'" And it was just Kenny laughing, just like, "Haha, it's a psychological thing," as yeah. opposed to this yeah. actual danger. And um, like we were talking about Wright Moxley off TV, so fuck fair bollocks to Moxley for some of the shit he put himself through in that match. Obviously, we knew he was going to take most of the damage, like we touched on in predictions, um, and we said it. You know, Kenny was going to retain the belt, um, the same with the, all the shenanigans. Like the writing was on the wall for this match anyway, but some of the stuff that they were willing to go to, given that they aren't, you know, the wrestler, like you know, Moxley's a little bit older and he's not, he's not, you know, the young Moxley at CZW or anything like that. You know, like he's. Yeah, tamer um, now. He's older. He's he's gonna be a dad. Like so, fair fucks him for going in there and and laying it on the line the way they did. That's not a match that many wrestlers would, you know, commit to. Exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah, fucking overall good match despite its faults and flaws. I think they should have worked with them. They should have rolled with them as opposed to because yeah, like those hiccups. They, they look, they can happen. They've happened to many a people. We've seen them happen to fucking you know take our live on stage. You know. Yeah. Um, Elimination Chamber a few years back, so like, yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be saying to compare this to others in its class. I'd be saying that it was the AEW one. This was the one we got for for that brand, and we look forward to the next version of it we get on AEW TV, and then we can compare. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You yeah. thing like I've seen it. Still a, few... a learning curve going forward, like for. It is, yeah. Like realistically, you're not going to knock it out of park with everything you do. You know what I mean, and. It's, the sooner fans realize that I don't, even if you know, I think they do I, to be honest with you the, I suppose you call them smarts everyone is to an extent we're all that kind of smart mark fan but you get it we all understand what can happen in day to day life things go don't don't really go as planned and when it comes to wrestling the, you almost have people just waiting for something to happen like waiting for someone to fuck up the likes of say like a botch like a standard botch you could miss a lock up or something like that and someone would be like ha you did that wrong it's like, well, yeah, but also I've done so many other things, right? So that's why I think it can't. You take get in away. and do it. That's how I'd always look. At <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. Like I can't see <laughs> why they why they want to take it away from the match. Like, yeah, I understand. You wanted to see a big fuck off explosion. I get it. I wanted to see yeah. it as well. Um, but realistically, yeah, we got the little Gilbert sparklers or whatever, and then a little pop. But uh, I still think it was all right. Like I know, obviously, it wasn't yeah. what you thought. Well, it's hardly night pop. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it was grand. Like it, it did. It was a bit of a letdown that little hiccup there. But yeah, the match itself, savage. And yeah, realistically, not many guys are gonna get in there and do that. They're not gonna throw throw themselves through barbed wire and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So overall, really liked it. Thought it was a good closer, bar that little hiccup. So if the match had just ended when 
like uh, when when the match ended, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I think that would have been a, a nicer kind of close. But obviously, I've seen a few people say actually they should have just torn the lights out and then like put in some canned yeah. explosion noise. That would have been pretty cool as well. But uh, even matter. if they did a camera shot on uh, Eddie Kingston, like just lying over his body inside the ring, and then just you hear just the explosions outside of it, and then the smoke and everything covering them, and then just drop it off the TV. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, like it's well, there's a million yeah. and one ways, I suppose you could sit there now and, and book it. But um I'm 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 dying to see now what they're gonna say now going forward on, on Dynamite. Like obviously uh Moxie picked up a mic, kinda of broke K Fab afterwards, like fair ball, so he kinda of felt like he had to do something. And he said, What was it, Kenny Omega, he's a tough son of a bitch, but he can't make an exploding ring for a shit. So that was pretty good. You know what I mean he got a pop down with the crowd and kinda of sent people home happy or happier than they were because straight away the second that firework went off at the end, the crowd were just booing, like do you know what I mean? And um Again, they went through they went through a war, you may as well say, and it is a shame that people were going to turn on that, but whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, good closer though. Overall, good closer. I think it could have been slightly better, but yeah, no, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, one more thing actually that we didn't even talk about was the surprise. Uh, the surprise. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. So Christian, fucking Christian Cage. Yeah, Christian Cage. Um, I um, uh, it's bittersweet. Um. I love it for the fact that Christian Cage gets to have a singles run again. He was savage in TNA. He's had he's actually had great singles runs in WWE that people just forget about. Like he had say like the entirety of say late oh one early oh two to like say two thousand and four. He was in some great kind of feuds. He had the whole crybaby issue that he was doing every time he lost a match. And DDP took him under his wing. He's like, ah, oh, stay positive, bro. Then he had a great feud with Jericho in oh four. Um, he's had a few kind of uh, like mid card toilet runs and stuff, and then. He had a great feud with Randy Orton in 2011. And then, yeah. obviously, his times in TNA. And Del Rio as well, off the Del back Rio of the, well, actually, yeah. the, the win yeah. with the ladder. And then, um, yeah, in TNA, then, he was great in TNA. I loved him in TNA. And, great. yeah, he really showed what you can do in TNA as a main event star. And the only reason why it's bittersweet is because I would have liked to see him in Edge against the Usos on New Day. That's really it. But uh, I'm delighted he's with AEW, to be honest. Mm. Looks fucking great. He does, yeah. He does, yeah. He doesn't really age. No, he hey, basically looked the same since four, like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so overall, then what did you think of the pay per view? Like, if you were to rate it out of ten, they're really saying nine. Oh, very good. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, you yeah. enjoy it. You give it an honest rating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, despite yeah, like, the I'm pacing, that way. you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it it deserves that. Like, yeah. despite the flaws, that like Daryl, you hit it on the money. It deserves that rating. Yeah, you got with nine as well, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, don't be sad because it's over. Be thankful that it happened. <laughs> um, I, I myself, I'm just going to go with eight, just because, like, whatever about the ending, whatever about that, I just made, like, uh, I had uh, just a few kind of issues, whether it's just me not being able to fucking focus, but I felt like certain matches went on slightly too long. Like, if you think about it, the, the tag team Royale match went on longer than the ladder match, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It feels slightly outpaced. But, uh, yeah, I'll give, it, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. I think I'm happy enough with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I think that's a it's a pay per view you'll remember. Like, yeah. you, like if this is two years, three years, five years down the road, I think you'll even be able to say what the card was of that five years down the road. Yeah, and remember it, and you'd actually probably go back and watch it. You'd want to go back and watch. It. Yeah, yeah, it was strong. Like it, it was a pretty strong pay per view, and um, wrestling as a whole from the start of January this year has just been great um, across all promotions. But this is a standout. This this really is, and I understand. Uh, there's a Vince McMahon quote saying they'll only they'll only ever remember the finish, so I can understand that as well from that aspect. But uh, yeah, overall I think I'll remember. I think I'll enjoy it if I watch it back again. But uh, yeah, I'm happy enough giving it an A. So um, we will yeah. call it a day there, then will we? Yeah, absolutely. Right on. I mean, 
it still ended better than Hogan beating Yokozuna after defeating Bret Hart. So true, true, yeah. So yeah, at least we have that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what we'll do is, we, yeah, we'll call it a day here. That was our Revolution pay per view review. We all enjoyed it pretty well, as well, pretty much like if you think about it, like two nines and an eight. So can't really get much better than that. Um, yeah, so as I said before I started this video, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, give us a like and subscribe if you're listening to it on your podcasts. Um, yeah, give us a like and a follow. Uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Acast. And then follow us on the socials. Uh, it was a D Discus Larry on in, uh, Twitter and D on Discus Larry Collective on Instagram. Um, in terms of what's up next, um, we see Raw review Raw tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, we'll hit up a raw review tomorrow. That'll be up, and then throughout the week, then yeah, th- whatever's on, pretty much. So we'll have an AEW and uh, NXT review on Thursday, and then a SmackDown review on Saturday morning. So until next time, anyway, we'll talk to you later. See you later. <laughs>